Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. We're beginning a journey today, a journey that will take us literally around the world, back in time. It's an amazing journey. It's not a geographical one, it's a scriptural one. Today we're beginning our journey through the scriptures. I'm so excited about our coming study because we're going to walk through every one of the 66 books of our Bible. 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 books in the New Testament, and it's going to be an amazing journey. I hope you'll determine right now that you'll be on this journey with us every step of the way. And I hope you'll encourage others to join you on this journey. I'm thinking now of John Bunyan's famous classic book, Pilgrim's Progress. You'll remember Christian's journey to that celestial city. You know, as believers, we're all on a journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our constant companion. And along this journey, the Lord has so many things that He wants to teach us. How does He teach us? He teaches us by His Spirit and through His Word. God has so much to say to us in the pages of Holy Scripture. Now, most of you who've listened to our broadcast know by now that my favorite book of the Bible is the book of Philippians. And perhaps you have a favorite book. But in reality, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. That's what 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says. It goes on to say, "...and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness." In other words, we need it all. That's why the great apostle said that he had not shunned to declare the whole counsel of God. It's why the Lord Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You see, every word of Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Every word of Scripture is preserved for us. Every word of Scripture has a definite purpose that God intended. Every word of Scripture the Holy Spirit wants to use in our lives to illuminate the Lord's truth to us. But that only happens when we give attention to all the counsel of God. And to be honest with you, most of us have given a great deal of attention to certain portions of Scripture, but there are other portions that are lesser known. And yet, I want to say to you that the book of Habakkuk is not less God's Word than the Gospel according to John. And that the great message in Zechariah is just as needed in our day as the message of Titus is. And so we've got to go back to getting familiar with all of Scripture. And now obviously we can't take the time on our journey to look at every verse or even every chapter. There are 1,189 chapters in the Bible. Think about that. And uh, you can read them, of course, for yourself, and I want to encourage you to do that. But what I want to do with you is I want to walk you through Scripture, if you'll permit me to say this, to give you a bird's-eye view of the Word of God. Uh, you know, you can look at the Bible in time. For example... You can break the Word of God down into about 6,000 years of history. Now, there are 2,000 years of human history given from Genesis chapter 1 through Genesis chapter 11. A great bit of time covered in simply 11 chapters, the first 11 chapters of the Bible. And then there are roughly 2,000 years of Hebrew history, beginning in Genesis chapter 12 with God's call of Abraham through the rest of the Old Testament, through Malachi and the 400 silent years. 
Then there are roughly 2,000 years of what we now call church history from the gospel records from Matthew all the way through to our present day. Of course, living on the edge of eternity, living on the verge of the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so you can look at it in a chronological sense. You can see the Bible in development. For example, there's so many interesting facts about the Word of God. It was written by over 30 writers, 30 human penmen. Now, we know it all has a divine author. These men were led of the Holy Spirit of God. But he used these individuals. It spans thousands of years of history. Uh, There are over 300 prophecies of Christ alone in the Old Testament. We'll talk more about that. Uh, The New Testament then builds on that which the Old Testament laid a foundation for. It's a progressive revelation. There are just so many wonderful truths about the Word of God that we need to get acquainted with. But the way I want to approach the Word of God with you is very simple. I want to take one stop, one study, in each one of the 66 books. And I want to give you a key portion of Scripture from that book of the Bible, just a general overview of that book, and then I want to make an application to your life. You see, I think sometimes one of the great disconnects is people study the Word of God for information. Remember, knowledge puffeth up. If all we're doing is gathering facts so that we can quote them or recite them to someone, we're missing the point. The Bible is God's revelation of Himself. And when it was written, it was not simply written to reveal things. It was written to reveal God. For example, you can study the entirety of Scripture and see Christ in every book of the Bible. In everything, Christ is revealed. Someone said it this way, I see my Lord in the Bible whenever I chance to look. He is the theme of the Bible, the center and heart of the book. He is the rose of Sharon. He is the lily fair. Whenever I open the Bible, the Lord of the Bible is there. He is in the book's beginning. He gave the earth its form. He's the ark of safety to bear the brunt of the storm. The burning bush of the desert, then the budding of Aaron's rod, And whenever I open the Bible, I see the Son of God, the Lamb upon Mount Moriah, the ladder from earth to sky, the scarlet cord in the window, the serpent lifted high, the smitten rock of the desert, the shepherd with staff and crook. It's whenever I open the Bible, I see my Lord in the book. He is the seed of the woman, the Savior, virgin born. He is the Son of David, whom men rejected with scorn, the Lord of eternal glory, whom John the Apostle saw, the light of the celestial city, that lamb without spot or flaw, the bridegroom coming at midnight for whom his people look. Yes, thank God, whenever I open the Bible, I see my Lord in the book. We're about to journey through Scripture, and it's not just to see the written word, my friend. It's to meet the living word, the Lord Jesus Christ. May God help us to meet Jesus along this journey. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.